That decision of whether or not to go electric really depends on how you're going to be using the car. New tax incentives on EVs kicked in on January 1st, 2023. And if you're in the market for an EV, how do you cash in on the savings? Sean Tucker wrote about that for Kelly Blue Book. Hey, Sean, welcome to ClimateCast. Hey, Paul. Thanks for making time for me. So I'm looking at these new EV incentives for 2023. Honestly, they're a little complicated. What's the best big picture headline for people shopping for EVs this year? The very short version is if you're looking to buy one, if you need to buy one this year, you need to act before March. It's all going to get messier after March. But if you don't need to buy one this year, you can afford to wait a little while. The situation is going to be a lot better in a couple of years. And why will it get messy after March? The laws all changed over the summer with the Inflation Reduction Act. Congress had a series of goals in writing that law. Some members wanted to get more people into EVs. Some members wanted to boost American jobs. Some members wanted to freeze China out of a market. And so the law we got is a messy attempt to do a little of all of those things. In order for a customer to get a tax incentive for buying a car, that car has to have X percentage of the minerals in it come from America or from some of our major trade partners. And that percentage ladders up every year until it reaches 100% around 2029. Now those laws, those regulations were supposed to kick in January 1st. The Treasury Department is having a hard time writing them, so they've delayed it until March. So right now, that's not effective. Every EV that would qualify under the other portions of the law qualifies under the battery portion of the law. Whereas in March, few to none of them may. What about buyer income and electric vehicle price caps? In order to qualify to take the tax credit, which, by the way, is up to $7,500, you have to have a a gross adjusted gross income under $150,000 that jumps to $225,000 if you're filing as head of household or $300,000 joint. So most of us still qualify. So a lot of these rules are for new EVs. Are used EVs also eligible? Yes. For the first time, a used EV can qualify for a tax deduction. Now, it's not the full $7,500. It's $4,000. But a month ago, we had nothing. So that's great news. And why might some people want to wait and buy in 2024 instead? One of the regulatory changes the law will make is that this year, you can take the tax rebate as exactly that, a rebate on your taxes. So you have to be in a position to buy the car in cash and front the money or take out a loan that includes that $7,500 and then get it back when you file your taxes next time. Uh, In 2024, the dealer will be able to just give it to you as an upfront discount on the car. Sean, we hear about EV waiting lists and availability delays. How are things looking right now for EV and hybrid availability? You know, you're not going to find one on a factory lot. You have to order and wait for the most part. And some of those waiting lists are months long. Importantly, uh, for the tax credit, however, what matters is when you sign the paperwork. Um, So if you're going to take delivery of the car later, but you have a signed contract, you could still qualify before March. And what else should EV and hybrid buyers be aware of in 2023 looking ahead? That decision of whether or not to go electric really depends on how you're going to be using the car. What I tell a lot of people is right now, the product is better than the infrastructure that supports it. Electric cars are absolutely fantastic. If you get in one, you will love it. I don't know, though, that it will fit into your lifestyle easily at this point when the infrastructure is just beginning to be built. Automotive and energy writer Sean Tucker, thanks so much for sharing your insight with us on ClimateCast today. 
Thank you, Paul. That's Climate Cast. I'm NPR Chief Meteorologist Paul Hunter.